Welcome back, friends and family, to part two of my podcast called Trump Without the GOP. Now, in part one, we spoke about Trump not taking donations above persons on the individual level and those persons on the individual level can only contribute up to $2,500 of their individual money. So to recap, what that means is that he basically knocks out the corporations with knocking out the corporations. He knocks out the focus groups that tell candidates how to react to certain issues and by knocking out the focus groups that basically is saying that Trump is telling the GOP and the persons that contribute money higher than $2,500 that he doesn't need them because of the fact that he's going to run his candidacy the way that he will run it and he will not have to worry about the other people that has something different to say on the way that he runs his candidacy. Now we all know the phrase that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. So what is the equal but opposite reaction for Trump doing the things that he does, that he has been doing probably for the past month? Now, if I am a Republican, the first thing that comes to my mind is the question of, has Trump already gotten the nod from the GOP that he will be the representative in running for the presidency in November? Why would he make a move like this by basically taking out all of the people that contribute the most money to his campaign? Why do you take away your money makers. Is this because he knows something that no one else does? And he's trying to get the individual people on his side. So he's telling the big wigs that I'm not going to take your money because I'm going to take the smaller people's money because those are the people that actually makes the difference on whether or not I get the electoral votes to become the president. Why would he make that move? If I'm a Republican, that is what I am thinking. Does he know something that I don't know? Because if he does know something that I don't know, I'm going to be very upset and there's going to be some questions that need to be answered. Now, the Republican National Convention 
is coming up, I think, on the 18th and 19th of July. So it'll be soon that we'll know who gets the presidential nod. There are a couple of people who were still in the running for that presidential nod, but Trump gets more airtime and gets more radio time than all of them put together. So has he just actually made up his mind in his mind? He already has it in his head that he's going to get the presidential nomination from the Republican side. So he doesn't even have to worry about doing things the standard that all of the other past Republicans who have successfully become president has done in order to get the presidential nod from the GOP. And if he does get the presidential nod from the GOP, then he would have had done something that I think no other GOP candidate has even thought about doing. He has so much confidence in himself that he will take away the people that is supposed to back you to run the candidacy the way that he wants to without anyone else saying anything. That's a bold step. I hope that it works, but I highly doubt it. So the next one is that say that Donald Trump does go ahead and get the nod to be the Republican candidacy to run for president in November. How are you going to run for presidency when I would say I've only heard of nine or 10 Republicans endorse you for president? You need your your team of Republicans who are the the House or the House of Representatives and the Senate. You need them to back you. So how are you going to run for presidency when you have nobody backing you? How is that going to look when you go to a debate and you really don't have anybody in your corner because you have secluded them by actually wanting to do the candidacy your candidacy the way you want to do it and not have to worry about nobody else because of the fact that it has been known that the GOP made you Donald Trump. They've turned you into the Trump monster. And then eventually you got so big that you said that you didn't need them. And then they stopped backing you. They started seeing kinks in your armor and they started turning on you. So you ended up being by yourself anyway before you decided to be by yourself. How was it going to work out for you? I hope 
that if you get the GOP nod that you actually try to make up with your GOP members because of the fact that if you do get the GOP nod, you'll be standing on the mountaintop by yourself and everyone else will turn their back on you and walk down the mountain and keep on going with their life. So, with that being said, the third one. If you lose, let's say you get the presidential nod, and then you run for presidency, and you lose the presidency, what will your legacy be? Because the facts will be you are a businessman that tried to run your candidacy like a business. You're not a politician. When you found out that you weren't going to make enough money then and make more money than the person who, for all intents and purposes, will be your opponent, for the president of the United States, you decided that you will fund your own campaign and then you will push all of the big wigs of the GOP that contribute a lot of money off to the side. And then you do get the presidential nod and then you have nobody to back you. You run a race and you fail to win. How was that going to look on the public? Sure, your businesses will thrive because you will have you will be able to say, I ran an almost successful candidacy for the president and I almost became president. There was one person stopping you. But will you be able to be a politician after this? Who would want you to lead them as a member of our GOP when you basically alienated everyone that should have been backing you? How is that going to affect you as a politician going forward if you decide not or if the people decide that you aren't the right pick to be the 45th president of the United States of America will that be your downfall as being a politician I'm pretty sure you won't run for any other office and try to make the same, try to do the same thing again, but do it like everyone else in the world does it by starting off on the local level, then working your way up to governor, Senate, House of Representatives, and then decide to put your hat in for the candidacy of being a president. I don't know how old you are, but I know that 
I doubt that you would try to do it again because it takes a lot, I know, to actually campaign, be, on, be out on the road, talk to people in different states all the time, and then also be a businessman. So you have to worry about things and contracts and all of your businesses that need to be run. I know that that takes a good amount out of you. You can look at Barack Obama, place a picture of him before he was the president and a picture of now since he is the president. And you can tell that it takes a toll. You hadn't even you hadn't seen George Bush, George W. Bush since his last day as president and since he got on. The presidential helicopter and drove off for the last and rode off for the last time. I hadn't even seen him. He has went into hiding because the pressure of that of being the president is so much and it takes so much out of you that that eight years requires a year or two of hiding to recuperate. So my word to you, Mr. Donald Trump, as a Republican, do you need the GOP? Can you run a successful candidacy without the 100% backing of the GOP? The GOP that you represent to some extent. Mr. Donald Trump, you were going to need us. But the bad part about it is you won't have us in your corner. I hope that you're able to run a successful candidacy. But I don't know if you'll get the nod anyway. We'll just have to find out when the GOP National Convention rolls around at the end of the month. I hope that you have listened to my two part on Trump without the GOP. I hope that you have gained some knowledge and I hope that it will make you not only want to gain knowledge, but to become knowledge. Make something of yourself that will change the lives of others. This is Layman signing off. You all have a good night.